world. Welcome back to the You Deserve Health, Happiness, Success, Prosperity, and Love broadcast, where our intentions are to create positive content to uplift, motivate high-quality people to live high-quality lives, walking towards your personal goals and self-fulfillment and accomplishments based on biblical principles used in today's world. And I have the pleasure, the absolute pleasure to introduce to you someone who is an innovator. She is a motivator, a mogul, a philanthropist, and a child of the Most High God, Mrs. Kayla Vakela. We call her Kayla, Mrs. Vakela Pope of the Pope team at Prodigy Realty in Virginia. And of course, the many millionaire moguls. Hi, Vakela. How are you this morning? I am doing well. How are you? I am well as well. So let me tell you guys about a little bit about her, a little more about her, I should say. Now she's paid her dues. Don't, don't, don't let that innocent look on her fool you guys. She were um, in the Navy, the United States Navy for 10 years, right? She has a Bachelor of Science degree in construction management. And she is a team leader for the Adopt-A-Family for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, back-to-school drives, things of that nature. So she truly has such a wonderful giving heart. And again, thank you so much for sharing um, your time with me today, Vikayla. You are so appreciated. Um, please believe me, you are appreciated by not just me, but everybody you come in contact with. But thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Now, Kayla, the one constant thing, and I know I've, I've actually painted this beautiful picture of you, but I have to say one more thing, and it's a constant with you. It's a constant. And that is you have a humble spirit, such a humble spirit. Um, you are such a sweet soul. You just exude, you know, beauty both inside and out. And I, I have to say that because I, I love that so much about you because, you know, you, you're just one of those people that all of us want to be like. And that's why I wanted you to be on this show because we want to talk about some of those things. So with that being said, when did you establish the Pope team? We were, we actually established in 2015, mm -hmm. um, where we initially put it out there, but um, in 2020 is actually when the team actually built um, to where it was as far as the, um, you know, the seven agents on the team and um, things of that nature. So we, we, uh, we established in 2015, we grew in 2020. And you said you've got seven agents? Yes, ma'am. Okay, awesome. Now also, how long had you had that dream baking, you know, in your mind, in your spirit of putting together um, the Pope team? Well, that's a funny question. That's a good question. But the story behind it was that um, 
I can't say that I can't honestly say that it was a, a dream of mine. It um it actually I used to say this was years ago. I've, I've been doing real estate for 21 years. So me saying this, this is not now. This was years ago. I used to say, you know, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to be a broker. I didn't want to do none of that because I didn't want to babysit people. Mm. And then in um, 2020, when I say that it grew, because initially it was me and my husband at the okay. time in 2015. But in 2020, when uh-huh. the team grew, um, um, my broker, Miss Karen mm-hmm. Tyler, she said, well, why don't you just get a team? Cause I had some, um, some awesome people that are now on my team come over to the company, um, that I was training. And my broker was just like, why don't you just get a team? Because you're doing everything that the team leader would do anyway. And I'm like, well, okay, <laughs> why, why not? not? It makes sense now, you know, <laughs> but, um, but so in 2020, I got the team. I went and got my broker's license, and and the rest God is history. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And I, I love the fact that you give God the credit because really, um, it just kind of fell in your lap, and you just went with it. Yeah, that is absolutely. so awesome. That is so awesome. Yeah. Now you've got so much going on with your team and, and with the um, many millionaire moguls and everything else that you're doing out there. But I want to talk a little bit about, and this is going to be a play on words, okay. minding your business. Okay. Minding your business is like tending to a garden where you're pulling the weeds, you're cultivating the ground, you're planting seeds, you're you're getting the fruits of your labor, you're, you're looking at the flowers as they grow and the fruits and the vegetables. Well, how is it that you're so young and you stay so focused? How do you mind your business on a daily basis, like creating your brand? You know, what are the key qualities that um, you put into the art of minding your business because you make it look effortless. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I, I think it's more so um, not being able, not, I guess, not thinking that I, I got it. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I mind my business. That humbleness. By, That's that humbleness. Oh, is yeah. That yeah. I think I mind my business by um, constantly talking and being around people that I think are pros at minding their business. So, okay. Okay. Um, so that's always sort of, good. Yeah, it's sort of like, um, and it's funny. I was thinking about this on the way over here, um, on the way back for this. That you know is sort of like, I guess you are your circle. Yeah. And, and in this last year, since January of 2020, um, I started networking, like really being intentional about it. Mm. And, and during this time, I have met some of the dopest people Ooh, in, in the Hamptons Roads area that yeah. it just opened my eyes and, and really, really, really changed my mindset. Because um, 2020 and even 2021, it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. had a lot of, uh, uh, had a few storms to go through with that, okay. but I always tell people, um, God was still blessing in the midst of COVID. So, That's so, right. so my mind and my business is constantly being open and having a listening 
ear to others that are pro that I think are pros. They maybe don't think so, but I think are pros at minding their business. So I, um, I like that. I like that because that's saying to me still that humble spirit we're talking about <laughs> that you're humble enough to listen to someone else. Oh, absolutely. And to get their advice and to kind of, you know, just put whatever it is that you can glean from them into what you're doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That yes. is, that, that's great. That, like I said, that's one of the things why, why we love you, Kayla, because <laughs> you do have that spirit of, um, I want to know as much as I possibly can. And you talk to people, networking. That's a wonderful yeah. thing that you've started doing, especially in the real estate business. The more you network, the more you grow. So that's awesome. Yeah. Now, another question. You said you have um, seven employees? Yes, seven okay. agents. Yeah. Seven agents. So when you're dealing with your agents, business partners, um, the many millionaire moguls, their, their you know, families, what, whatever the case may be, when these people are coming across your path, on a regular basis, do you focus more on um, problems or possibilities? What is the conversation like when you are dealing with the people that you come in contact with? Um, I think it's more the possibilities. I mean, the conversation may, um, let's just say if the conversation is based on a problem, but there's always, I'm going to have what is it? Ha- the glass, glass half has- full person. Yeah, yeah. That's me. I, I am. I'm um I'm very, you know, positive in that sense. So okay. it may it may come as a problem, but there's a solution. Have a solution. Yeah. Yeah. And it may not be what you want as the solution, but there is a solution. And I and I'm a true believer. Oh my God, I am a such a true believer that um things happen for a reason. So even if I don't understand it, I believe that there Mm -hmm. is a lesson in it. Yeah. um, And do you ever say, um, do you ever just, you know, just say out loud, like, what am I supposed to learn from this? I do. Yeah. What am I, I, what what should I learn? What is this teaching me? You know, because I do that. When I have situations that maybe come up, wasn't expected, I'm like, okay, so God, what what are you teaching me? What am I supposed to learn? You know, Mm -hmm. and so it's not woe is me, but make me grow, you know. Exactly. What am I learning? You know, so yeah, that's that's awesome that you do that. Um, That's something I do too. Now, what are some key approaches that you use to strategize on um, how you level up and how you expect your agents to level up? Okay, my phone rung and I'm sorry, but it, okay. it sort of cut off the first part of that question. Can you please okay. repeat it? Yeah, of course. What are some of the key approaches that you use to strategize on how um, to level up with with yourself as well as your your agents? Um, well, I think that's a group effort mm. because um, we have to we have to. It's not a one man show, right? Right. Know? So. Um, it's, it's really, truly, truly, truly a group effort with that. Yeah. I usually, um, 
I have learned these last two years that I am a, a thinker in the sense of um, putting things out there, things that I want, um, goals and things like that. Mm. And the execution part, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm a listener for, you know, it's like I got the ideas. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I found out trying to do everything is so overwhelming. And the way my anxiety is set up, <laughs> I uh, can't do that. You know, yeah. so I end, I end up at a standstill. Okay. But these last two years, it's just putting it out there, listening to other people's ideas. How can mm-hmm. we put these things together? Mm-hmm. I am so big on collaboration. Oh, I am so big on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. it's it's like I say, our when on a lot of my posts, I would say we are the village because is yeah, it has to be more than just you involved to do anything. That's right. That's right. You know, and like you said, you want to um, kind of eliminate some of the pressure, and the only mm-hmm. way you can do that is have a team. Um, Charles Barkley years ago said something that I I just always have kept in the back of my mind. Um, They were asking him about him doing some some projects and what have you. And, you know, he was telling them about it. And they were like, you don't know nothing about that. And then he stopped and was like, I don't have to. My team know. I got somebody on my team that knows. So if I don't know. They're going to know because that's what they get paid for is to know. <laughs> and we all in this together. And I was like, perfect, perfect. So, yeah, when you said that, it just took me back to that interview that I saw of Charles Barkley from years ago. So I've got a, about six more questions, but they're, they're pretty quick. Take your time. Now, you've actually, you have given six good reasons to invest in properties. Now, I am going to um, give you the reasons that you have given, and then you just simply, whatever comes to mind off the top of your head, just kind of um, give us that answer, okay? Okay. All right, so again, this is um, six good reasons to invest in properties. Okay. First one, leverage. When I think of the leverage, I'm thinking of having, um, for instance, um, the income, the leverage, Mm -hmm. like my first rental property I purchased for um, my guy kids because I had a gentleman um, say, you know, he didn't want his his kids to have any debt. So he bought properties to cover any debt so they wouldn't have it. So I was like, okay. And I, I think that that rose through my mind. So in my mind, the leverage is, it gives you the opportunity to do things um, mm-hmm. that you probably wouldn't normally be able to do. So Otherwise. That, that's, how, that's what I think on that, yeah. Okay. Second one, stable investment. And you've kind of already answered it, but stable mm-hmm. investment. Um. Well, is if it's done right, you're gonna constantly reap the benefits of it. Okay. You know. Yeah. Constantly. And so because- I, you, I like that stable. I think anybody likes stable income. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Now, um, actually, you're answering the, the next question as well, oh. which is extra income. So, <laughs> yeah, and anybody in their right mind wants extra income. So, okay, right. that, that takes care of that one. But as a necessity, as a necessity. I think it's a necessity for everybody. Um, people say, you know, well, I don't want to do it because of, I don't want to deal with the maintenance. I don't want to you know, I don't want to be responsible for it, but my now, personal, go ahead. Now with the maintenance, um, can't you like kind of outsource that if you Absolutely. yourself don't want to do it? Absolutely. So yeah. that, that was my, that was my reasoning behind it mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. because, but I, I don't know what the difference is. I, I always say this, if you stay in an apartment, you're mm-hmm. going to call maintenance to right. do it. Mm-hmm. So if you stay in your house, you mm-hmm. can call somebody to do it. Exactly. <laughs> Same difference. But yeah. I guess, you know, but I understand. I can't hear you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's, that's okay. People just don't want um, the responsibility of it. So I'm paying rent. And that is all I, you know, all I got to do is make a call and make sure my rent is done. I don't have to worry about anything else. But if you have a good conversation with a good agent, because I know there are tons of agents that Mm -hmm. love their clients enough to share this information. But if you, if you sit down and have a good conversation on Mm -hmm. how you can save money, put money to the side and things like that, to have that cushion to take care of things. Yeah. I think that would change assist in changing people mindsets behind that okay now this is like uh um an offset to perhaps a 401k so maybe like a retirement plan yes Mm -hmm. perfect yeah Uh and what about um just plain old asset i mean it's always good it's always good to have something to pass down to your kids that's right. You know, that generational wealth. I'm a, I'm a, yes, a huge component of that. Yes, and, and, and that is something that we don't hear people talk about enough. And mm-hmm. that is generational wealth. You hear about the generational curses and all the other yes. you know, generational um, health issues and all that mm-hmm. generational wealth is something that definitely needs to be talked about on a regular basis so that Mm -hmm. the children that's coming up, they understand. I mean, you're leaving a legacy, a Mm -hmm. complete legacy. That's amazing. Now, something else that you've recently did, and um, I think it's just absolutely amazing. So one final thing, and that is you recently celebrated um, the many millionaire moguls, right? In Norfolk. At the Fly Girl Boutique. Tell us yeah. about that event. Our um, the, the event this past Sunday was actually our sixth event wow. um, for the kids. The, okay. um, and we, and, um, oh, I'll go back to that. But it was our sixth event. And uh-huh. um, we, our motto is teaching today's youth to be the wealthiest generation of tomorrow. Oh, I love so, that. <laughs> thank you. So, yeah. Um, so we have um, different entrepreneurs within the city come mm-hmm. in, talk with them, share their stories with them, because I think that's mm-hmm. a, a big part of um, 
it's hearing it. Yes, it's hearing that it wasn't all cookies and cream to get where you got. Like Miss um, Latricia, Latricia Harris that owns Fly Girl Boutique, she always speaks to them. And she was a young lady in foster homes. She went through 26 foster homes, oh. you know? So to share that with the kids, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, every we was kids before. We know how it feels to, to see, like, it's only happening to you, mm-hmm. you know? So we have the different entrepreneurs come in. We do um, skill building. Like, um, this time, this was the first time we actually split the boys and the girls. Oh, so okay. So we put the classes together. But this time, we split them. And, like, our first exercise with the girls was everybody had mirrors. Okay. So everybody went around to everybody and you wrote something positive on that mirror. Nice. And so nice. that it's something you could stick on your wall and you could look at every day and see what the awesome things people had to say to you. So when you say you, they wrote on the mirror, did they write in felt pen? I mean, what? With a permanent marker. With a permanent marker. Okay. Permanent marker. Okay. And so um, like, one of mine was, you know, I love your hair. You are a motivator and, yes. you know, different things. Yes, so the, uh, the, the, um, the adults took the parents that was there. I loved it. The mm-hmm. parents was all in. They did Ooh, it. Nice. It was just a great experience. So, nice. um, so that, you know, so we had them come and talk and then we, we touched lightly on, um, finances we talk touch on savings um Mm -hmm. we get them to we basically ask them if you was a millionaire what would you do what would your house look like what what kind of charities would you give so you're getting them to think to think that's exactly yes planting that seed you're minding your business planting that seed yeah yeah absolutely that is awesome and so that turned out to be a wonderful experience for everyone they it it's it's been it's been amazing we haven't even this is like our we haven't even made it to our first year anniversary Mm -hmm. yet but um the feedback, the feedback that we've been getting and shout out to Christopher Marquise and Akira Davis because they are, uh, they are truly my uh-huh. right and left hand on this. And, um, you know, the feedback has just been everything. I mean, I couldn't even imagine it. Wow. I couldn't even imagine it. Well, I saw pictures. I saw pictures on, I think it was Instagram or it could have been Facebook, but I saw mm-hmm. pictures and it looked like they were engaged, yeah. you know, they were listening. And I thought, wow, that that's nice. You're doing an awesome, awesome service. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. And, and I, I really like the fact that because at the end, um, you know, we did we do vision boards at the end. Nice. For the kids. Yeah. But, and we also once the as they when we ask the questions, they write them down and then we have them come up and tell the answers to their questions. So I want to get them used to speaking in mm-hmm. front of people because mm-hmm. that, I think that's one of the biggest hurdles as you get older. Cause I know I was terrified to speak and I still get anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> you Caleb, no way. Yes. And in front of tons of people. Yes. Oh and my gosh. I never knew that. So it's helping me too. It really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the parents, you know, when they left, did they leave like, you know, overjoyed, thankful? You know, how how were they kind of feeling what was going on? 
Um, I'll say all of that. Um, I had a, a parent and actually she, she, I don't even think she had a child there. It just so happened that um, they were at a meeting at one of the speakers, Miss okay. um, um, Tanita. They were at a meeting over there for her secure the bag conference that she has going on in October. But and so by her being one of the speakers for the kids this go round, they came on over too. Some of them came. Nice. Nice. And so um, one of the ladies, she was like, she said, I just want to say thank you. You mm. know, she said it helped. It helped me to I want to say she said to get motivated again for something that she had going on I hate if I'm misquoting her I'm sorry but for her to come up to me and say that and she didn't even have a child there I mean it's just there yeah she was there for the energy I mean you're you're giving out good mojo girl that is good energy yeah she's there she didn't have a kid and she's there yeah that's awesome that's awesome that that speaks volumes about you know the event what you were um, attempting to do, the intention there that was behind everything, that's great. Kayla, look, you are doing a fabulous job. And, you know, from Flint, we love you. Um, I I brag on you as much as I possibly can, as often as I possibly can. And I know you've got so much going on, so I'm not going to hold you any longer. But I want you to know that I am praying that your destiny is far greater than your history and that you just keep going, taking everything to the next level, keep leveling up, keep spreading the love, the wealth, the joy, the knowledge, the information. You're doing a fabulous job, a fabulous job. Well, this is me, you guys, Joni B. I'm signing off from You Deserve Health, Happiness, Success, Prosperity, and Love broadcast. And I wish all of you the answer to all things according to Ecclesiastes 10.19. So until next time, sending you peace, love, and happiness.